And what is going on, everybody? My name is Aaron Arroyo, and welcome back to the AKN Sports Podcast on this Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. And uh, week three of the NFL season is already here. You know, it's it's game pick time. I had to bring in a, a new guest on here, Kevork Darion, man. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. Glad to have you on here. You know, good having good having new guests on here. But uh gotta tell you, man, well, yeah, week two was a pretty um interesting week. Um your Giants have been doing relatively relatively good, I'm not gonna say. Can't lie. I two and oh out of nowhere, beat Carolina, somehow beat Tennessee in week one. So I mean, I'm I'm stunned right there, but uh you know, I first want to start off with the um, game tomorrow night, AFC North matchup right there, Steelers Browns. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Give me, give me, give me some thoughts on that game. Well, Steelers first week defensively looked great. Then they lost TJ Watt. Offensively, not looking too good. They got a bench risky as soon as possible, in my opinion. But yeah. the Browns working with the backup QB right now. They blew a fourteen-point lead to the Jets. In two minutes last week, which was really embarrassing. Uh, I think that the Steelers defense is going to absolutely lock up the Browns. And I think they'll squeeze a W. I think the Steelers will win by, like, no more than seven points. But I think the defense is really what's going what's gonna to put them over the edge in this matchup here. Yeah, and I know the Browns are missing a couple guys here, um, especially defensively, because I saw Jadevian Clowney was just put on IR. Um, Winovich, we won that trade. He's on IR too. So, um, but yeah, the Browns have been, you know, a pretty interesting team to watch this year. You said it before Jacoby Brissett starting, uh, and he's been okay. And they're not getting Watson back till week 12, I'm pretty sure. But again, like offensively, they've been all right. They put up 30 on the Jets on Sunday. And then, uh, you know, week one, they were, what happened? Oh, yeah, week one, they played Carolina, and that game was kind of back and forth. So, yeah, I, I think, I think. The Steelers defensively have proven a lot. Um, obviously, TJ Watt being out is pretty – it's kind of a blow for them, especially when they played us last week on Sunday. But – um, and I think – yeah, I think you're right. I think at some point we're going to see Kenny. We're going to see Kenny Pickett play at some point. I mean, yeah. Trubisky – I don't even know. I think he was – he didn't even throw 200 yards against us on Sunday. So, yeah. I mean, again, like I everything but the quarterback position for Pittsburgh – seems to be like looking good I mean, you got a great receiving core Deontay Claypool Fryermuth. you got Najee in the backfield I mean it's going to happen at some point but um I think I I, I agree with you and that I think Pittsburgh defensively is going to show up in this game and uh I think the Steelers are going to squeeze this one out too I'm, I'm with you on that yeah and I wouldn't be surprised if like their only touchdown was a pick six or something or one of their touchdowns yeah, no, seriously, it's 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 a bad. It's not gonna be a fun game. It's it's not gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a defensive game, like low scoring, but uh, definitely. Yeah, and then early Sunday, little NFC South matchup. We got the Saints and the Panthers. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, Panthers own two right now. In my opinion, they are not a great football team at all. Baker Mayfield did not look great against the Giants last week. That run game was getting. Absolutely backed up by the Giants. Um, Saints, Saints looked, Saints looked a little shaky last week, only putting up ten points against the Buccaneers. 
but they did keep it closer most of the game until the Bucks pulled away at the end. Uh, week one, they beat the Falcons by one point. So I, I don't see the Panthers winning this matchup at all. I think the Saints are going to win it. And, I mean, maybe James Winston will have a back, bounce-back game here. And this can help them gain some momentum, especially if Kamara comes back. Yeah, that's I huge. I win this. Yeah, Kamara, that was a big loss for them against Tampa Bay. And I originally had the Saints beaten Tampa last week because they pretty much beat the beat them every time they played the regular season. But, I, I, I mean, yeah, Carolina, this is kind of a must-win for them. You said 0-2. You know, falling to 0-3 is really bad to start off this year, even though Carolina last year was 3-0, and and then they ended up finishing like 7-9 and or something. But, yeah. uh, yeah, New Orleans, the injuries are starting to get there again. I mean, Kamara, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but their defense, I mean, you know, that their defense is, is still playing the caliber that I, I thought they were going to play at. But, I mean, for Carolina, this is really a must-win for them, and I think the Saints are going to pull this one out, too. I just think defensively the Saints are just going to dominate. I mean, you know, for a receiver corner matchup, you're going to get probably DJ Moore getting locked down by Lattimore in this game. A little surprised he didn't get suspended, too, but whatever. Um, and then, uh, you know, Jameis – who's also, again, I mean, he's dealing with that injury. He had, what was it, like four fractures in his back? That's the injury that he had going into uh, the Tampa game, and he somehow yeah. played in that game. But, again, they couldn't do – they didn't do anything offensively. But, um, yeah, no, I, I got I got to roll with the Saints here too. I mean, okay. but yeah, I, I – Panthers need to pull that one out, though. The other game, kind of – this is kind of a – this is kind of a shitty game. Texans-Bears. Right. Kind of shitty game, but – your thoughts on that one <laughs> okay well bears uh got what like annihilated by the packers last week yeah and uh justin fields again i mean he had a well, rushing touchdown but only through for 70 yards i mean when your game total passing yards is something that can be accomplished on one drive you definitely did not do enough that game uh he only threw the ball 11 times i mean bears are just running and running and running the ball and hoping that works. But when you're playing from behind, you can't keep running the ball. But they are playing against the Texans, which are just not a great football team at all. Uh, They tied one game, lost one game. They lost to the Broncos last week in just a horrible game, 16-9. to Like, it was very boring. And I mean, but they did well against Russell Wilson, to be fair. Uh, I'm going to say... I think the Bears are going to win it. It's not going to be a pretty game. It's not going to be high scoring or anything, but I think the Bears are going to barely squeak it out just because I don't think the Texans have what it takes to win this game. Yeah, I think this game has a chance to be pretty close. You know, the Texans are another strange team because they remember, yeah, they they tied the Colts in week one. And then last week, I mean, it, that was a really just awful game because I think they what, they lost 16 to nine or something like that. Like it was a low scoring, like bad game. But the Texans have fought hard in pretty much every game they played. And then obviously the Bears, you know, week one, the weather was in their advantage in that low-scoring game against San Fran. And then obviously last week, you know, they just can't win at Lambeau. But, I mean, there are a lot of things you can look at for the Bears. Um, You know, obviously an upgraded head coach. You know, I I see more confidence in Justin Fields and his ability to make plays, um, even though his offensive line is still not good. I mean, he's still getting killed every time he takes a snap. So, uh, you know – this is another one that it's just kind of 50 50 but uh yeah i mean i just think you know th- this has what it takes to be close you know 
Texans offensively, I just I, I don't think they're going to have what it takes to be able to compete, keep keep up in, in some of these games. So I'm probably going to have to roll with the Bears in this one, too. But this is another game that's just like, oh, my God. And like the Bears defensively have not looked bad. I mean, yeah, they coughed up 27 at Green Bay the other week. But, you know, I mean, Roquan Smith's pretty solid. You know, they're secondary Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. But, you know, I, I got to go with the Bears here. It's where all these games are absolutely terrible to open up this week. Jeez. <laughs> They're so bad. I mean, like Saints they are. They are pretty bad. The clock ones. This one's okay though. Chiefs Colts. Okay. Oof. This one's not I, too bad. It's not a horrible game, but uh, Colts have not been living up to their their hype so far. I no. mean, got shut out by the Jaguars last week. So so embarrassing for them. And then tie the Texans week one. I mean, they brought in Matt Ryan, thinking he was going to add a little more firepower to this offense, and Carson Wentz did. He's not really doing that. They're relying too much on Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor, honestly, I mean, he's been playing well, but not like last year where he was carrying them the entire game because everybody, they're just expecting them to run the ball because Matt Ryan's not effectively moving the ball around. Chiefs have looked absolutely insane so far. People thought because no Tyree kill, they were going to take a step back. They absolutely did not do that. Absolutely annihilated the Cardinals week one. Week two beat the Chargers in a close one. That was a great game. Great comeback by Patrick Mahomes. In my opinion, this game's not going to be that close. I think the Chiefs are going to win it uh, by a good amount. Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for an insane game again. And, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Colts really have a chance here. Yeah, I mean, again, it is kind of a must-win for them. 0-1-1, you know, falling to 0-2-1 with all the offseason moves they made is major disappointment. But, you know, starting off with the Colts, I mean, I actually had them losing to the Jets because they, they hadn't won in Jacksonville in eight years. They hadn't beat the Jags in Jacksonville since 2014. So, I, I mean, obviously I knew they were going to struggle down there, but I didn't, I didn't think they were going to get shut out. I mean, 24-0 is, is really bad. Um, and I think you said before, you know, Jonathan Taylor just being heavily relied on in that offense. I get it. The receiving core, with the, you know, with the exception of Pittman, there's not a lot of overly talented guys to work with. You know, you got the rookie – Alec Pierce and then uh, Paris Campbell, the tight end, I think Mulally Cox. So, that, you know, there's not a lot to work with. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have Pittman or uh, Alec Pierce in that game. So, but to put up zero against the Jags, I mean, th- th- there's a serious issue there, both on, you know, I mean, Matt Ryan, I think through three interceptions and coaching too. So, and defensively, I mean, I've, I've also been pretty disappointed in them defensively because, you know, this is a defense that I thought was really going to look better. Um, I know Darius Leonard hasn't played yet, but, you know, they got Stephon Gilmore, haven't heard his name at all this season. Uh, Rodney McLeod from the Eagles uh, on top of what they already have with like Kenny Moore, DeForest Buckner and all that. Um, and then for the Chiefs, I mean, as you said, that they are on fire. And I, I didn't doubt them a lot offensively losing Hill because they went out and they got a lot of great, you know, Juju from Pittsburgh, Valdez Scandling. Uh, I was worried about them defensively because that defense got a lot worse. But, um, and again, you know, they made a great comeback against the Chargers. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I have to go with the Chiefs here. I mean, you know, I, I, it's a must-win for the Colts, but they have just looked so good on both sides of the ball, and it's just tough to pick against them. This game, though, two teams that have looked pretty – I mean, the Bills we knew. Bills-Dolphins. Dolphins shocked us last week. Shocked everyone last week. They really did. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. So, for this game, Tua is coming off a six-touchdown performance, which mm-hmm. was a higher world. Uh, 28-3 in the fourth quarter last week against the Ravens. It was, it was absolutely insane to see. But they are playing against the Super Bowl favorites. I think Tua is not going to have remotely as good of a game as he had last week. Yeah. I mean, the Bills' defense is crazy. The Bills' offense is 
absolutely insane. It is a divisional matchup. And, I mean, whoever wins just goes to the top of the division. But I think the Bills, I mean, coming off a 41-7 win against the Titans, I don't really know how you can stop them. And a 31-10 win against the Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. So I think there's no stopping the Bills right now. The Dolphins, sure, are going to come with a lot of momentum. And it is at the Dolphins Stadium. But yeah. uh, I think the Bills are going to win this one. And I don't know if it'll be easy, but it'll be comfortable for the Bills, definitely. Yeah, no, and I, I truly believe the Bills are the most complete team in the league right now. I mean, Josh Allen is just on a tear right now. They're scoring touchdowns on almost every drive. Stephon Diggs, I mean, he had three touchdowns against the, the Titans the other night. I think he scored two against the Rams. He's been just dominating. And yeah. especially on the defensive side, you know, adding adding Vaughn Miller to that pass rush just made things way more scary for every offense. Him and Oliver. And then the, the, Tredavious White hasn't even played this year. He's arguably the best corner in the league. So, I mean, this team is just so well built. And, like, you know, it's going to be tough for any team to stop. But then you look at Miami and, you know, I didn't think Miami played the greatest game when they played us in week one. You know, Tua was okay in that game. Defensively, they played great, and they obviously made an incredible comeback against the Ravens. I mean, a game that was out of nowhere. Because, I mean, mainly when I looked at Miami going into the season, I mean, obviously they made a ton of moves, more so getting Tyree killed. But I, I I was never a Tua believer. Like, I was always a Tua hater. He yeah. sucked his rookie year. He wasn't that great last year. So, I mean, again, I think it ultimately comes down to him. But I just think the Bills are just just so good on both sides and – you know, I think this is going to be one of those one of those bad Tua games. You know, yeah, not not, a, not even close to a Tua game that you saw. Um, so yeah, I, I got to roll with the Bills. I mean, it's hard not to. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. No, it's not. But I mean, this game though, I think could actually be interesting. Lions Vikings because the Lions have looked really good. But I mean, I want to hear your thoughts on this game because this game actually could look good. All right, Lions are putting up points. People did oh, yeah. not them to put up these numbers right here they're putting up points jared goff is getting his job done but their run game is looking very good deandre yeah. swift all williams that pair right there it has really been on a tear and then last game jared goff threw for threw for four touchdowns amon ross st brown nine receptions 116 yards two touchdowns he was on an absolute tear last game if you had him on your fantasy team you were a happy person. i did i had him yep i did as well and I started him over Michael Thomas, and it was a great decision. Damn good decision. So, I mean, they've been putting up points. Vikings, first week against the Packers. They handed them a big L. They did a great job. But then the next week, they go against the Eagles, and they did not look good at all. Kirk Cousins was horrible. So it might be prime time, but he was very bad. Throwing interceptions left and right. Throwing like his eyes were closed. I don't really know what's going on there. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, they could not get him going at all. I mean, they were playing from behind most games, most of the games, so they had to throw the ball. But they could not get Dalvin Cook going at all. Had him on my fantasy team. Was not happy with that. He made me lose. And it was just, it was, I mean, Eagles, they did look pretty good, but I don't think the Eagles should be beating them by 17 points at any point. It is at the Vikings Stadium, though. So they do have the home field advantage. I'm going to say... I think this could be relatively high scoring, but I'm going to go with the – I'm going to give Kirk Cousins a benefit of the doubt that it was a primetime game, and I'm going to say the Vikings will win this one in a high-scoring game. 
I mean, yeah, I think you said it pretty well that this is really like historically that this has always been a tough, tough rivalry. Because if you look back at last year, almost every time the Lions and Vikings played, they were tough games. And I'm pretty sure last year, the Lions got their first win of the season against the Vikings. So like right. in the past, they've, they've done really, they've matched up really well. But I mean, for the Lions, I mean, yeah, you said it well, that, that offensively, they've just been insane, right? Amon Ross St. Brown, I think had two, three TDs against the Washington the other week. And he did great against the Eagles in the first week. And again, I mean, they, I mean, completely exposed that Eagles defense in week one, the complete opposite of what the Vikings could, you know, couldn't do on Monday. But I mean, yeah, you know, they got a great run game. DeAndre Swift had over 120 yards or something like that against uh, Washington, Jamal Williams. Uh, and then again, wait until Jamison Williams comes back. That that offense is going to be even more insane. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, I mean, for the Vikings, as you said before, Justin Jefferson was the other guy that was locked down. He only had like one catch. I, when matched up against Darius Slee, I think he only had like one catch for nine yards. He was locked. So, and then, I mean, that kind of forced Kirk to go to guys like Thielen and Osborne and Irv Smith, and they couldn't do anything. And, and Kirk was just handing the ball away. <laughs> yeah, terrible. I mean, Jefferson, I don't know if it's fair to say he was, there was one play early in the game where he was wide open on a slant and Kirk just didn't hit yeah, him. And he, yeah, that's Kirk for you. I mean, so some of it was Kirk's fault, not not just Jefferson getting clamped. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And then, yeah, no, Kirk, I mean, yeah, he was really bad because Slay had two picks and then, uh, who was it? Avante Maddox had one too. But I think for this game, I think, I think it definitely will be a high scoring game. I just look at the history behind it. I like the way the Lions have opened up the season, dropping 35 on the Eagles. Really good, tough win against Washington last week. And they just, they just look really very good offensively. So I think it's going to be tight. I, I'm going Lions, though. I, I really, I really feel like the Lions are going to pull this one out. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's much of an upset, but I mean, it's sort of an upset, but I mean, I, I can't doubt them. They have looked sharp. More so, even Jared Goff, I wasn't expecting that from him. Uh, yeah, as me to see them win, but I don't know. I think Cousins might bounce back. Yeah, I we'll see. But uh, this game though could be interesting because you got the defending AFC champion Bengals at the Jets, and I remember when they played last year, you had a big upset there, which ended up turning the Bengals season around. But this is an interesting one. It is definitely an interesting game here. Have Matt Life, Jets have home field advantage. Bengals have opened the season looking absolutely terrible. If I watch these two games and I did not see any of last season, and you told me that they made the Super Bowl, I would not believe you. They have not yeah. been all so far. Lost an OT to the Steelers. They should have won that game 100%. They missed like a 20 yard field goal, got a blocked extra point, whatever. But Burrow did not look good in that game. Then the next game, they go against the Cowboys with Cooper Rush in the game, not even Dak Prescott, and they lose that game, too, off a game-winning field goal. Burrow only threw for 199 yards. I mean, Mixon averaging three yards a carry. He should be doing a little bit better than that. Jamar Chase only 54 yards. I mean, that was not a good game. Both games were not good for them. Now, the New York Jets are coming off an insane comeback against the Browns. And they first week they lost against the, the the Ravens, but last week they looked pretty good against the Browns. I mean, their comeback was was nuts. They won by one point. I mean, Joe Flacco throwing for three hundred seven and four touchdowns was very impressive. Their run game was all right, got the job done. Garrett Wilson looked great. Corey Davis looked great in those in those games in that game. Uh, as far as a winner in this game, I mean, I think the Bengals are. 
starting the season off horrible, but they know they have to win this game. They're going to come in. Hopefully they're locked in. And I think the Bengals will win this one just because it's the Jets. And at some point the Jets are going to have a horrible game. And I think the Bengals, I mean, if they start 0-3, they're not going to do anything this season. I think they realize that Joe Burrow is going to come out here and, I mean, he's either going to have a great game or a bad game, but I think he's going to have a great game, and I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, I mean, 100% a must win for the Bengals. And, you know, one thing about the Bengals that, you know, is honestly kind of similar to last year is they they suck in the first half. They are so bad in the first half. Because I remember they were getting killed by Pittsburgh in the first half. Burrow had three three picks, I think, went in the first quarter against Pittsburgh. And then, again, in the second half, they made it a close game, forced overtime, and, you know, a couple of mistakes made. And then last week, you know, the Cowboys were pretty much up. I mean, I don't know what their largest lead was. It was like maybe 17-3, I mean, 10-3, something like that. And then the Bengals were able to tie it and then, again, came down to that last possession. So, but, I mean, everything that I thought the Bengals would improve on, they've just got, either gotten worse on or they've stayed the same, like, Joe Burrow still got sacked six or seven times against that Cowboys pass rush. So he's yeah. still getting killed. Chase was pretty much locked down in that game. And, you know, their defense is not performing to their, you know, potential. So I do think they get a bit of a break here after that awful start playing the Jets, even though Flacco played an insane game against the Browns. I mean, not just him. I mean, Garrett Wilson looked really good. Uh, uh, Michael Carter looked good. Like a lot of guys stepped up offensively, but I think the Bengals know what's coming. You know, and I think, you know, in the back of their minds, they got to remember what happened last year, too, when they played the Jets, when they were a better team. And, yeah. you know, the turnovers ended up hurting them. And it was a game that turned their season around. So I I, I have to go Bengals. I mean, if, if they lose this game, they are screwed. And I don't know. I, I have to. But again, the Jets, you never know with them. <laughs> You're right. um, two teams, though, that have been really bad to start off the year. Raiders, Titans. This one right here. Okay. Raiders so far have been underwhelming, to say the least. That game last week against the, the Cardinals, man, they had that game in the oh, bag. Yeah. They blew it. They blew There's no way around it. They blew that game. They had a chance in overtime. They got the ball. Hunter Renfro, two fumbles on the same drive. Second one ending in a fumble six. That was a crazy game. They let, they let Kyler Murray run all over them. Oh, yeah. my God. They should have – I mean, I played Madden. I said a QB spy when I played against Kyler Murray. I think they should have done something like that. He was just running all around. He was doing circles. There was that one two-point conversion. He went all the way back to the 20. You don't think he's going to do anything. He just runs up and scored. It was crazy. So, that being said, the Raiders, the Raiders need a good game here. And they are playing against the Titans, who have started the year off horribly. After winning the AFC last year – they have not started off the year well. Week one against the Giants, lost by one point. Did not look good in that game at all. Derrick Henry got absolutely locked up by that Giants defense. And they let Saquon Barkley run all over them. That was not good for them. Week two, they go up against the, the Bills. Bills, obviously, best team in the league or one of the best teams in the league. And they got annihilated 41-7. to Their only touchdown was like a goal line carry to Henry. Tannehill looked horrible. Uh, Derek Henry had 25 yards total on 13 carries, which was so inefficient. He does not look like his old self, to say the least. Might be the foot injury. Might yeah. be just not playing up to his potential. It is at Titans Stadium, but I think the Raiders have this one. Titans do not look like a great team at all. I'm picking the Raiders for this one. 
Yeah, this is another one that's kind of a toss-up because, I mean, again, these are two teams that have just started off the year on the wrong note completely. And again, starting with the Raiders, I mean, at least they were relatively close in the games that they played, right? Week one, they played the Chargers, kind of a tight game. Adams looked pretty solid in that game. Obviously, the Cardinals was a very bad choke on their part. But um, yeah, and then, I mean, the Titans have just been really, I mean, I, I, my expectations were, were not very high for the Titans. And a lot of it comes down to, you know, a lot of the moves that they made, trading away A.J. Brown and, you know, letting Julio go and just really, really just, you know, worsening that offense. Because, I mean, right, and plus they lost two starters in their O-line, Saffold and Coosenberry. So, you know, it's just like based off what I'm looking at, it's like the Titans are just fully trying to get Derrick Henry involved and they're not relying on anybody else. Because besides him, I mean, you got, you know, they got Robert Woods, who is really not that effective anymore. He's old and Traylon Burke's the rookie. who's looked okay. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, this Titans offense has just not been great at all. And I mean, you know, the Bills game is kind of a bad one to look at because, I mean, they were just horrible. But I, I think based off what I've seen, the Raiders are, are bound to win one. I mean, again, tight game against the Cardinals. Titans have just looked lost. Um, and again, whoever really loses this game is in a really, I mean, a really difficult spot. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I have I have to go with the Raiders. I, I mean, you know, they've looked better offensively. I think they learned from that choke. And the Titans are going to have to really look at things, look things over because offense, their offense, man, is just not as dominant. But this game right here, man, my Patriots hosting the Ravens. I, I'm 50-50 on this one, really. Okay. Also, one more thing about the Titans. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think they should they should think about getting Malik Willis in there. Yeah, he did play a bit in that game, but you know, he fumbled. But, you know, not, not a lot of chances, but. Yeah, I mean, and it's against the Bills too, so yeah. But anyway, Ravens Patriots at the Patriots Stadium. Patriots week one played against the Steelers and they beat them. No, no, week week one they played against the yeah Dolphins. Miami week one yeah, and they lost twenty to seven. Uh, it was not a great game for them. Week two beat the Steelers by three, but both games very low scoring, twenty four points total. Offense is not, offense is not really clicking. It seems. Max Jones throw for 252 last game, one touchdown, one interception. That's just a mid-game for him. It's all right. Aguilar had a big game. Damian Harris played pretty well, but, I mean, Fisher's defense is tough, so 17 points is it's all right, but they should be doing more there. Ravens coming off a heartbreaker. They had that game in the bag. They were clicking everywhere on offense. Lamar Jackson looked like his former MVP self. He was doing a great job that game. Uh, and then they just blew it at the end. Their defense absolutely wet the bed. It was not good showing for them. Their defense needs to step it up. But, I mean, they might get J.K. Dobbins back this week, which could help out their run game. Because last game, Lamar Jackson had 119 rushing yards. The next highest rusher on the team was Justice Hill with 16. So, they really rely on Lamar Jackson for their run game and their passing game. If they could take, take a little bit of pressure off of Lamar and hand the ball off to Dobbins a little bit, that could help them out. But their defense is really also going to come down to, and I don't. I mean, I don't think they have a lot of problems against that Patriots offense. It's nothing too scary. Patriots are home, but I will be taking the Ravens because I think they're seeking revenge after last week. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, and I, and I've obviously talked a lot of Pats since their win on Sunday, but uh, I think this game could go two ways. I think it's either going to it's either going to be another ugly defensive battle where the Patriots squeeze it out, or they get their asses kicked. 
And I'm kind of in the middle on there because, again, as you said, the, offensively, you know, there was really no improvement from the Patriots offensively, right? The, the, the play that ultimately turned things around when they played Pittsburgh was the fumble by Gunner on that punt. That doesn't happen. I mean, I don't really know what you, you're going to get offensively. Defensively, though, I think the Patriots have been fantastic. I mean, you know, they only allowed one touchdown defensively against Miami. Uh, yeah. And that was a Jalen Waddle touchdown. And in the second half, they only coughed up three points. They coughed up just three points in the second half against Miami. So defensively, they've done, I mean, overachieved in a lot of different ways. Problem's been, you know, offensively. I, I do think, you you know, you got to start putting some blame on Mac in terms of, you know, his decision-making and his confidence throwing the ball downfield because he threw another costly interception uh, around the second quarter, the Minka, the, the Minka interception, yeah. trying to go downfield, forcing it to Parker. And again, the weird thing about the Patriots receiving core is you, you don't really know who's going to step it up, right? Because Parker realistically should have been the top receiver going into this year. He only has like one catch for nine yards this year, something like that. <laughs> and then Aguilar had like the crazy game against Pittsburgh, mossed a Keller Witherspoon. And then, you know, Myers, uh, Myers, you know, was just great on every slant and short third down play. So, you know, I also remember what happened two years ago when we played the last time we played the Ravens, which was, you know, in the pouring rain and Foxborough. And it was again, kind of one of those ugly defensive games and the Pats ended up squeezing it out out of nowhere. And it was arguably their best win of 2020, even though they sucked that year. So, you know, the Ravens heavily rely on the run game. They are more of a threatful passing game now. I mean, you see Rashad Bateman's second week in a row where he caught like a 60-plus yarder from Lamar. Obviously, Mark Andrews. I mean, those are really the only two targets that I think are the pretty intimidating, Bateman and Andrews. And I think the Patriots secondary can, you know, is, is definitely good enough to, to take out those two guys and provide the pressure on Lamar. So I do think the Pats are going to squeeze it out. Not a confident yes, but I'm going to go with the Pats. And that's my that's I mean that's that's my first time picking the Pats. Period. I didn't pick them to beat Miami. I didn't pick them to beat Pittsburgh. So I'm picking the Pats. You said you picked the Ravens. Yeah, I'm picking the Ravens. Yeah, not a, not. A, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, we also got an NFC East game. Interesting one: Eagles, Commanders. All right, two teams I do not like as a Giants fan. Yeah. Oh. So, I got to say, they have looked good so far. Jalen Hurts is proving all the haters wrong. He's yeah. throwing the ball very well. He's running very well. Their run game's doing pretty well in their defense. Week one, gave up 35 to the Lions. Week two, they cleaned up, only gave up seven to the Vikings. So, so far, they have been pretty good. I mean, giving up 35 to the Lions, not that they haven't had a good offensive start so far, but, I mean, that's a little bit concerning for them. But that showing against the Vikings was very impressive. Now, the Commanders, they're currently 1-1. Week one, they won against the Jaguars by eight point, or six points, which was pretty good showing for them. I mean, good start to the season. And then they lost to the Lions by nine points. So they have really been average so far. Carson Wentz threw for 337 and three touchdowns last week. Not bad at all for him. Gibson, though, two yards per carry is not great. I mean, and they also allowed Jared Goff with over four touchdowns. So, I mean, their their defense is not as scary as, as it used to be and, and all it's talked up to be, really. It is a divisional matchup. Divisional matchups always are different from regular games. I mean, records are just thrown out the window. You just play your hearts out. And the commanders are home, but I think the Eagles have looked 
too good to so far uh, to bet against them. So I would take the Eagles in this matchup. Yeah, it's it, again. I, I feel like almost every divisional matchup is kind of a toss up because you know you always get a pretty pretty close game regardless. But I mean, both teams have looked pretty good. Um, more more so offensively. I mean, again, the Eagles, who I think are slightly overperforming. Uh, they don't have the hardest of schedules for the next like three four weeks. You know, they play obviously Washington, uh, the Jags, and another like really crappy opponent. So. You know, I did, I, I did, before the season started, I did have the Eagles winning the East. I, I did have them winning the NFC East. And, I, you know, I do have some more confidence with that after the Cowboys lost Dak for, for a good chunk of time. But, I mean, yeah, offensively, they've looked really good. I mean, A.J. Brown has connected really well. Jalen Hurts has significantly improved. And their defense, I mean, really showed up against the Vikings and showed what, they, what they're capable of. Um, and then Washington, again, you know, a kind of a weird questionable team, you know, going after Wentz and, you know, other guys stepped up like Curtis Samuel, a guy that did practically nothing last year and, you know, hasn't really been that effective guy since he played for Carolina. So offensively, they looked fine. I think it will be a very, very close game, but the Eagles should pull it out. I, I think that they, at the end of the day, they should pull this one out. Um, yeah. But, uh, and it really wouldn't be a bad loss for Washington if they lost this because, you know, they still have some injuries too. Uh, the other game... Another kind of a crappy one, Jags-Chargers. All right, we're on to the 4 o'clock games now. Yeah, we are. Jags-Chargers. Chargers are home. I mean, Jaguars so far. Week one, they lost to the Commanders, the game we just yeah. talked about. Week two, shut out the Colts, 24 nothing. Great game for them. Trevor Lawrence, two touchdown passes. Improvement, no interceptions. That's a big improvement for him. He really started with interceptions last season. James Robinson looking like the lead back there again. Everybody yeah. was saying like carries with him. Well, James Robinson last week had 23 carries, and Travis Etienne only had nine. Uh, he's looking pretty good. Christian Kirk, six receptions, 78 yards, two touchdowns. He really had a great game. Evan Ingram, hate him so much, 46 receiving <laughs> yards. Um, but the, the, the drops will come inevitably, I promise. <laughs> but the Chargers, Chargers are coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Chiefs. Looked like they had that game. Then they lost by three points. Patrick Mahomes, you know, what are you going to do about him? But they did look pretty good in that game, especially the first half. Justin Herbert was looking good, and then he had that injury. Now this is the question. Is he going to play on Sunday? That is the big question for them. If Justin Herbert does play, I mean, they got to hope he doesn't get any big hits or anything because that could make it situation. But – Regardless, I do think the Chargers will win this game. I mean, week one, they beat the Raiders. Uh, I mean, Austin Eckler so far, I mean, 2.8 yards for carry last week with only 38 yards. And, I mean, he's more effective in the receiving game, really. That's what he's known for with 55 yards last week. But, I mean, they might want a little bit more from him, to be honest. But if Herbert does play, I think that the, the Chargers should easily take this one. If he doesn't play... If he doesn't play, I think the Chargers will still win just because their defense. Yeah, no, the Chargers, I mean, you know, obviously a pretty bad heartbreaking. I mean, you could consider really a choke loss to the Chiefs. And uh, I, I mean, I do think Herbert is going to play. I mean, I was, you know, seeing some reports and stuff like that uh, regarding Herbert and uh, the rib injury. Uh, and obviously the Chargers were missing, you know, a key player in that game, Keenan Allen, arguably top 10 receiver in the game super effective in the red zone. So, you know, 
again, on both sides of the ball, the Chargers have proven a lot already. Um, you know, I know JC made his Chargers debut on Thursday night against Kansas City. I mean, you know, in terms of talent, I mean, JC, Bryce Callahan, Derwin James was fantastic. Uh, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack. So, I mean, again, I, I think defensively this 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 is the type of game where they'll, they'll definitely show up. But the Jags, as you said before, a team that's kind of, you know, surprised in some ways. I mean, J-Rob being the lead back, Christian Kirk was looked really good too. I mean, you know, he's the second highest paid receiver in the league. I mean, that's a little, little excessive, but still a very solid guy that's put up over 100 in back-to-back games. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence has not been giving up the ball as much. So I do think the Chargers are going to squeeze out of this one. Um, I, I, I do think Herbert will play. And I, I think the other thing is, yeah, Eklund is a little bit of a concern there. You know, as you said, 2.8 uh, yards per carry, not, you know, really leading the backfield as dominant as he once was. But, you know, and I think there might be a chance Keenan Allen comes back. I think he was limited in practice today. But, yeah, the Chargers, Chargers should squeeze this one out. Chargers should get this one. Um, let's see. If we run out of time on this Zoom, I'll just make another one. Zoom, okay. Yes. Uh, we'll try to do one more game and then I'll, I'll just make a new zoom link. Uh, Packers Bucks will rematch the NFC title game a couple years ago. My Bucks, because I, you know, I've been going for the Bucks, it's big Brady guy, but right, yeah, go ahead. All right, so Buccaneers are home for this one, they are 2 0 so far. Last week was a little ugly against the Saints, not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, they couldn't really pull away until the fourth quarter when Tom Brady finally threw a touchdown. And then week one against the Cowboys, they were pretty dominant. Dak did get hurt, but it was late in the game. Buccaneers already had that game in the bag. Their defense is looking good, only giving up 13 points in two games. Devin White's look great. And, yeah, I mean, they should be putting up more points, to be honest, though. 39 points in two games is not really enough when you got Tom Brady and all the weapons they got over there. Leonard Fournette also has not seen the end zone yet, which is a surprise to everybody, especially if you have him in fantasy. Yeah. But... They are going up against the Packers, who week one did not look like a great team at all, as they tend to not look like on week one. And then they come back, bounce back against the Bears, and they annihilate them. 27 to 10 it was not really close to him at any point. Maybe a little bit in the beginning, but after that, they pulled away. Aaron Rodgers, 234, two touchdowns, getting more used to these receivers. Sammy Watkins, 93 yards. Aaron Jones had a great game. 132 rushing yards for him. If they, if they can keep getting the run game going, the passing game's going to flow even easier. Randall Cobb stepped up a little bit, 37 yards, you know, just getting his job done. Robert Tanyan, I mean, only two receptions for 11 yards. I don't know why he's not targeted more. I mean, he's their tight end. But regardless, it's going to be a good game. They are two good teams. But I'm going to pick Buccaneers are home. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Buccaneers. 